0: Good evening, friends who are in the sanctum. This is Raymond, your host. We we have an expert on murder here tonight. He has a rather strange idea. Something about everybody being a potential murderer. Perhaps he's right. Perhaps one of us here, right in this room, is capable of committing a murder. Take a good look at your neighbor. Maybe he's the one. Or uh, do the Maybe it's you. <laughs> 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 yeah, Inner <like> History <laughs> by Hyman Brown brings you one of Broadway's and Hollywood's best-known stars, Boris Karloff, now appearing in the smash-Broadway hit, Arsenic and Old Lace*. Tonight, Mr. Karloff appears as Herbert Lodge in Study for Murder, an original radio drama by Sigmund Miller. The cells of the death house stands a man holding tightly under the bars, a dazed expression on his young face. His alive and precious minutes move swiftly away. The curtain of death draws closer. It is only a few hours before his execution. Suddenly, in the stillness, there are footsteps. For a moment, the dazed expression on Edward's face changes to fright. Hello, Sam. Hello. My name's Herbert Lodge. Are you from the governor? No, Sam. I'm just a psychologist. Oh. My work is to try to keep other people from doing the thing that you did. You can help me by answering a few questions. That's not going to do me any good. No, but you could at least help other people from making the same mistake. I've got to get out of here. I want to live. I don't want to die. You were never convicted of a crime before. Where, you said? No. No, I never even got a traffic ticket. I never harmed anyone in my life until that terrible night. You believe me, don't you? Why, of course I do. Please, Mr. Lodge. Please, you said you're a psychologist. Can't you do something for me? Can't you say I'm insane or something? No, Sam, I can't. You're not insane. But I... I never meant to kill her. My hands went for her throat as if they weren't my hands. It's so hard to believe. Me, who never even had a fist fight. Very interesting. You didn't even hate your wife, did you, sir? No. No, I didn't hate her. She used to get on my nerves. We used to fight a lot about money. But I never hated her. She was spending more money than I earned. She got you angry. She ridiculed your small earnings. That's right. How did you know? And she did that every time. You had an argument about money. Yes. I couldn't stand it anymore. I know she didn't really mean it, telling me that I didn't work hard enough, but when she told me that last time, I don't know. My my hands went for her throat. You didn't feel you didn't feel any any kind of pity for her? I don't want to talk anymore, please. Please leave me alone. I can't stand it. This one question is very important. You saw her dead on the floor. What were your reactions? For a minute, I was glad. Then suddenly I realized what I'd done and I got scared. I tried to revive her. Tried to bring her back to life. You talked to her, didn't you? I don't remember much after that. You feel full of remorse now, don't you? No, I don't. I hate you. I hate everybody. Get out. Get out before I kill you, too. I'm a murderer, do you hear? I can't. I can kill everybody. All right, Sam. Thanks. Very much. Gonna have trouble taking him to the chair. Doesn't make any difference, Warden. It'll all be over in two hours. Makes a great difference. We don't want Edward's last few minutes to be agonizing terror. He was quite calm until you spoke to him. Oh, no one is ever reconciled to death. These last few minutes are really of no importance. That's rather cold-blooded of you, Mr. Lodge. Perhaps it is. I'd imagine you'd be just as sensible. I'd prefer to think that all murderers are sick men and should be treated as such. Ah, no, then perhaps we're not so far off from each other in our thinking. I'm trying to understand the disease of murder, a disease that all of us have, every one of us. You probably know that, well, that more than two-thirds of all murders are committed by what we call the average citizen, the most harmless, law-abiding man. Is capable of murder under certain circumstances. I... I'd like to observe the execution. Well, I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Why not? I don't understand your taking a dislike to me. Certainly, I can do no harm. Well, you can do no good, but satisfy a morbid curiosity... I really believe you'd enjoy watching a man being put to death. I don't like you, Mr. Lodge. You ought to take a good look at poor Edwards and say to yourself, there, but for hard go I. Good night, sir. Well, Margaret. Edwards has just paid with his life. I managed to get a lot of valuable information out of him before he went to pieces. Herbert, maybe you ought to take a rest. Stop working on your book for a while. A vacation would do you good. Well, you're not worried about me, are you, Margaret? But no good can come of it at the rate you're going. Why, the only thing on your mind is, is me... Oh, you don't understand, I... I've got to know, I've got to know more about the the desire to kill. All of us are capable of murder. And knowing that, that even I can commit murder, fills me with a horrible fascination. You don't know what you're saying, Herbert. I've got to explore the whole field of crime, crack down every detail that leads to murder. Everyone I meet is a subject for study. And I myself am my own best subject. I've never felt so keen about anything in my life. I can't stop now. You're I... fire, Well, yes, perhaps I am. But you can't write about fire unless you've been burned. Oh, please give it up. I don't like the underworld people you've been associating with. You mean Whitey? Yes. I can't stand him. Well, I'm sorry. But I'm going to see him again tonight. It's taken me a long time. I finally succeeded in forming a tribe of my own. A tribe? What are you talking about? It's the underworld term for gang. Why, you're out of your mind. You've become a gangster. just emperor. But as the big brains of the mob, I'm going to see crime and murder from the first row. We're going to muster in on some racketeer's territory. I absolutely forbid you to do it. Oh, please, Herbert. I've made up my mind. Don't waste your time trying to stop me, Margaret. I, uh, I don't want to be unpleasant with you. All righty. We're going to cut in on Cannonball Jerry's racket. He's had it too long already. It's about time it was taken away from him. Cannonball's funny tough. As soon as he gets wise, he's going to go gander him for us. I wouldn't like to be in front of his choppers when he's mad. You don't have to worry about him. No? Well, you ain't seen him when he's saw. I never will. We'll get him before he knows what's happened. You mean you're going to blast That's him. right. He sure took on a tall order. Who's going to do it for you? You are, Whitey. Oh, yeah? How are you going to get him here? That's very easy. He's coming here. Coming here? I tipped him off so a new mob is going to cut in on him. Let him find out my name and the address of this room. He ought to be here in a minute. You and Johnny are to meet him outside. He'll be coming up with the lieutenant, right into a trap. But I want Cannonball Jerry brought to me alive. I don't care what happens to the trickerman. man. It ain't going to be an easy job. Well, you're not afraid, are you, Whitey? I ain't afraid of nobody. But I've been strictly a stick up artist. Ain't never had a bump off a guy before. Mm-hmm. We'll take a couple of the boys with you. You won't have too much trouble. And hurry up. All like right, cannibal inside. What goes on here? What's your game? The boss wants to see you get in. Oh, you must be the terrible cannonball jerry. Nice of you to come visiting me. Who are you? I ain't never seen you before. Hmm? I'm the man you were going to take care of. Except that the tables are turned. Where's the trick man Whitey?
1: I had to slug him.
0: Tell me outside doing spot duty. In case any, uh, Jerry's pals show up. Excellent. Jerry, you've killed a lot of people in your life, haven't you? I ain't got no beef with you. You yeah, haven't? Hmm? But didn't you come here to kill me? No, I wasn't coming to see you. i never seen you before. You're not going to bump me. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Jerry. You're not going to leave here alive. I wasn't going to kill you. Uh, I was only going to scare you. You've got to believe me, please. Let me go. I'll never bother you. Well, well, well. Running through the tunnel. Breaking down completely. Let me go. I leave the city. I'll never come back, I swear. All right, you'll leave the city and you'll never come back. Never. Shall I let him have it now, boys? No sense of wasting time. He's in a second, we'll give Cabin ball a chance to compose himself. You ain't gonna get away with it. You'll be following me. You ain't gonna get away with it. Here you are, Whitey. Use this silence, sir. Go ahead. No, no, don't no, shoot. i get out of oh, Okay, boy. I heard it. Is this the first man you've killed? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's my first. You feel you've just ended a man's life, White. Doesn't it make you feel powerful to be able to lop off 30 years of someone's life in a second? All right, all right. A bit upset, but tomorrow we move in on Jerry's business. Come on, we'll go home. I hope you sleep well, as well as I will. later now, in the small hours of the morning. Lodge asleep. Tosses in his bed, is he? Here's a familiar voice. Hello, Mr. Lodge. Huh? Who, who's there? It's me. Sam. Sam? Sam Edwards? Oh, how, how, did you get here? you yeah, yeah. you're dead. Yes, I'm dead. I maybe you wanted to ask me a few more questions. You... You came back? Oh, can't be. I must be dreaming. I came back to tell you I was sorry about going to pieces. I was scared then. But I'm not scared anymore. Dead people aren't afraid. Uh, I'm nothing to ask you anymore. You told me everything. No, I didn't answer your last question. You asked me if I was full of remorse. Mm, you you don't have to answer that. I knew. remorse ate into me like acid. It was unbearable. I couldn't stand it. It drove me crazy. It made me hate myself. I just can't describe how it felt. No, I... uh, I guess that about... Everything it else. doesn't, Mr. Lodge. I was going to tell you about my last few minutes alive. I I don't want to hear anymore. Oh, you know, Mr. Lodge, I was thinking, if you want to find out how it feels to kill someone, the best way is to do it yourself. Do it myself? Oh, I'm no murderer. I wasn't a murderer either until the first time. I'm a weak man, but you're a strong one. You'd enjoy it. Your conscience won't bother. No, no, no. I'll never kill anybody. You never can tell. Murder, it's an experience you've never had. It's really so easy. Herbert, wake up. Mm. Herbert. What? Wake up, Herbert. What's in my heart? Where, 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 where am I? Oh. oh. I've been dreaming. I've been having a nightmare. I'll say you were. You kept talking in your sleep. What? What did I say? You kept repeating "I'm no murderer. I'll never kill anybody. What? I've never talked in the sleep before. It's been a vivid dream. Herbert. You've got to stop this horrible research of yours. You can't go on. You'll either get a nervous breakdown or, or oh. actually kill someone. Excuse her, but I'm sorry. That is none of your affair, Margaret. I've told you before not to interfere. This is my affair. I'm not going to stand by unless you get yourself deeper and deeper in this rotten business. Oh, you make me tired. Who's Yeah, we're doing swell. I'm waiting for Johnny. got a few more customers to visit. Well, never mind about Johnny. Hmm? I'll go with you. I'd like to see some of our clients. Okay, suit yourself, boss. This is Petro's place. I was kind of expecting trouble from him. Huh? What's the matter with him? Oh, he's been beefing about losing business. Says he can't keep up with the payments for protection. And he won't see faster today. Come on. We'll go in. Again. Hello, Petro. How's business? It's it's you guys again, eh? Well, what's the matter, Petro? Aren't you glad to see us? No, no. I'm not glad to see you, you crook. Be careful, Petro, careful. You'll find yourself staring up at the ceiling. Now, hand over that money. I, I ain't doing no business today. You guys are gonna make me go out of business. I stand paying no Now, now, Mr. Petro, surely your life is a little more valuable than the payment. Behave yourself. Money. Hand over the money. All I got is eleven dollars, eh? I'll teach you a lesson you won't forget. <laughs> him easily. I wanted to kill him. wanted to beat his sculling. I shouldn't have done. He'd have painted if he'd had it. I don't think Petro's going to give us any more trouble. And if he does, I'll be only too glad to see him again. Nothing's happened to me. You look as though you've been in the fight. I told you it's nothing. Now, stop bothering me. Oh, Herbert, you're in trouble, I know. Please tell me. Maybe I can help. There's nothing that you can do. I told you before, I don't don't want you to bother me. I don't know what's come over you. It's just impossible to talk to you lately. You you act as if you hate me. Well, I don't like you standing around... Ever since you got involved with those gangsters, you've begun to act like one. I warn you, Margaret, don't make things any worse than they That's are. true. You've become a criminal. You think like one and act like one. Keep quiet. Don't oh, be quiet. You've made life unbearable for me. You treat me as if I were just in your way. I, I don't recognize you anymore. You've become a hoodlum, a vicious, ruthless hoodlum. Perhaps, have I? Well, then I'm going oh. to act. Oh, Now, get out. Get out before I... Lose my temper completely. Get out. You're no know better than the, the worst, dear gang. You don't know what you're doing anymore. You can't. Oh, yeah. Once and for all, I'll. Give away me. Me. I won't hear that silly, nagging voice of yours anymore. I'll. I'll never hear it again. Now... didn't mean it. I, I just lost the temper for a minute. So you'll forgive me? Please. Doctor, me. I, I told you I was sorry. I tried to revive her, too. Bring her back to life. Sam. But once I started, I couldn't stop myself. I had to do it. Yeah, I... I couldn't help myself. Hands went for her throat as if they weren't my hands. Yes, yes. That's it. I didn't hate her. She got on my nerves. Yes, I I didn't hate her, I didn't I've killed her. I killed her. I killed her. Any news, Ford? Is there anything I can do for you, Lodge? Have you heard anything from the carpenter? No, I haven't. Lodge. I'm really going to die in two hours? I'm going to be strapped into the chair? I'm sorry, Lodge. There's nothing I can do. Just like an ordinary common murderer. You've never learned from poor Edwards. I never meant to do it. Very few murders are committed in cold blood. You never liked me, did you? You're glad I'm going to the chair. I'm never glad to see anyone go past that door. You are. You don't want me to be saved. You want me to die. I didn't expect a man like you to go to pieces. I don't want to die. I've got to get out of here. Got to... Too late, Lodge. You learned a little too much about murder. Mr. Lodge, you sure did learn too much about murder. You should have learned to ten when angry. But anyway, I'm sure Lodge will never do it again. <laughs> that uh, next book he's going to write will be called... What happens after your first murder or my first thousand years in the grave? As soon as it's published, Mr. Lodge will go on a lecture tour. I hope you'll get a chance to hear him. He's really fascinating. In you know, a repulsive sort of way. Perhaps we'll get him to speak under your sanctum. I'm sure we'll still be on the air at that time. For <laughs> present, the has come to close the squeaking door until next week.